welcome back to episode two, part two of Hoser's Panel. Uh, it's still me, Mike, with Tyler and Taylor. We're still breaking down NHL teams. Uh, so if you listened to the last episode, it should be out yesterday. We break down every team from A to M. We're now going from N to the rest of the league, so we're starting with Nashville Predators. How's it going today, boys? Doing good. Thanks for asking, Mike. Happy to be here. Hoser's panel. Going to rip through the rest of them. Right on. What's going on, fellas? Yeah, yeah, all right. So let's get straight into it. Nashville, they started the draft off of the bang, drafting 11th overall. Yaroslav Askarov, the highest goalie to go in the draft. Uh, he looks, by all accounts, to be a stud. He should be... Uh, right now, he's ripping it up for Russia and the WJCs, but uh, he looks like a great player. They're making Quick him work upset. for it, too. Yeah, upset by the Czech Republic last night. Uh, that's uh, rough. Outperformed by the, the Czech goalie. So It was just like Mike said. They, they're they deflated <laughs> back end. Like, it, honestly, they, they couldn't. He Every time I see him play, he's faces so many shots, so many one-on-nos. I think I've seen two or three crazy spread eagle saves from this guy. He looks great, but I got to say he's tested a lot. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, I think from the one, from at least from our first episode about the WJCs, I think I've nailed Russia to a T. Uh, yeah. I said they're going to – they get played hard by checks and they usually get upset by them. I said they have a not a good defense, and that's kind of been on – been uh, oh, on display on display yeah. yeah so it's uh we'll see if they get that figured out but but so they far. got great players but yeah the team just isn't built and like when you're talking like these top four or five teams in the, in the wjc like it, i don't know if that'll cut it you have the best goalie out there but man he's got to be you need help unreal for this journey yeah uh but yeah, guy looks back, good though yeah definitely getting back to to nashville here um they look like they were going to lose Michael Granlin, but he signed. Uh, he re-signed there for one year, just under $4 million. Uh, they did lose Craig Smith and Kyle Turris. Dan Hamus on the back end retired. Um, Corbinian Holzer signed uh, signed in Russia. And Steve Santini signed to, to St. Louis. So not the biggest defensive changes, but obviously if you lose three or four of those guys, then you start kind of losing that depth that they didn't really have before anyways. <laughs> Um, they've kind of just been rolling those top three and hoping for the best when the other guys are out there. Yeah, uh, but something the, we missed when we uh, when we talked about the Minnesota uh, team is uh, the trade. Luke Kunin uh, went from Minnesota to Nashville for Nick Benino. Um, not not a huge value trade for either team, but it kind of just is a, a swap. Luke Kunin, obviously younger. Nick Benino, maybe um, veteran presence that Minnesota was looking for. Yeah, with with uh, especially with the loss of um, Kyle Turris, just getting Nick Menino to kind of fill that role is is definitely basically on par with that. So it's not not as bad of a loss to lose one of your centers. But uh, looks like they also brought uh, they brought in Mark Borowicki and Matt and uh, Matt Benning. So two two kind of defenders to kind of fill in those roles. Um, they signed Brad Richardson. On a one-year deal, uh, as well as Eric Halla on, on a one-year deal, just a couple of days ago as well. So, those guys should all help bolster the the uh, the forward core. But uh, basically, just like last year, they're kind of relying on their goaltending. If their goaltending is not going, they're not going. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds, sounds like sounds like Nashville. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, I think they also signed Nick Cousins as well. They did. Yes. Yeah. Where'd he come from? 
uh, he Vegas. Was... I'm spacing. Oh, thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You're quick on that. Okay. Do we have more for Nashville? I don't have much. Not really. No, they. No. Other than like the depth changes, they didn't do a whole lot. They're just hoping for a, a bounce back on kind of what was a pretty disappointing year last year. They're just, they're a funny team because they just like, they need you to score two, like at least two or three goals. They fuck, they need that. And yeah, lately, we just, we just haven't seen even that. And lately, it's been more. And like, I don't think, as long as I've been watching hockey, I can't remember when they were letting a lot in, like until now. Yeah, Rene is definitely falling off a cliff, and Saros has lost a bit of that shine, especially last year. So we'll see if they can bounce like back. He fell off right in the playoffs that one year, didn't he? Yeah. All of a sudden, yeah, just nothing ever since. Like we said on last last episode, as soon as you hit 24, you're dead. Exactly. <laughs> Either you figured it out or you're gone. Yeah. Uh, yeah, next, uh, next up we have the New Jersey Devils. They bought out Corey Schneider. They um, have Jesper Bratt as an RFA still looking to be signed. Mirko Mueller left as a UFA after they didn't qualify his deal. Uh, Kevin Rooney and John Hayden both left. They re-signed Mackenzie Blackwood to hopefully, coming off a good rookie year, but hopefully he can keep it all up. He seems to hopefully have a little bit, a little bit of a glimmer into a uh, what looks like a not so great Devils team. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's interesting. I, I like Mackenzie Blackwood. I think um, what he signed for two point eight for a couple years. So. Uh, Decent signing. Um, 2.8, yeah. Quick math. Very, very, very solid numbers last year for a very, very, very bad team. Um, and this year, he's, they brought in Corey Crawford. So uh, this year, he'll have a, a decent veteran backup, unlike last year where uh, it was kind of a rotation of um, sloppy veterans that kind of have lost their career. So uh, it'll be interesting to see what he does. I really like his game. Uh, still a young guy, too, so... Yeah, a lot of moves they made uh, in the offseason were for the future. Like, they had three first-round picks this year, uh, drafting Alexander Holtz, seventh overall, and then Dawson Mercer, 18th, and Shakir Mukamadoulin, 20th. Uh, say that name five times fast. Yeah. Uh, um, I like the first two picks for sure. Um, Holtz and Mercer both look pretty good. They're both doing quite well in the WJCs this year. Um Mukamadoulin, I don't know. It's uh, a rough pick at the time. Tough to say. There, there was still some talent on the board that uh, probably outweighed him when they picked him, but um, obviously they saw something they liked. So, Yeah, definitely uh, I agree with you there. I think Holtz was basically you take whoever fell out of that top seven and he happened to fall to him. Great pick. Um, and yeah, Dawson Mercer is seems to be a very very dynamic uh, and a solid prospect for them. Yeah. It'd be nice to see a sniper like in Holtz beside a playmaker in either Hughes or Fisher or both. Yeah, pick whichever uh, one they want. Yeah. Uh, and then, yeah, they did sign Dawson Mercer to his ELC a couple of days ago. And uh, obviously Holtz will still be in, in in Europe playing, so I don't think he'll sign his ELC until probably this offseason, I would expect yeah. him. Uh, depending on what his contract situation is, but then he'll come over. Uh, and then they signed Dmitry Kulikov to a one-year deal. Uh, Scott Wedwood as basically a helpful third goalie. 
but yeah, not not Stanley a whole Cup lot of champion Scott yeah. Wedgwood. <laughs> Stanley <laughs> Cup champion Scott Wedgwood. Um, not a whole lot of changes there. One year older for Jack Hughes. Hopefully he can build off what was a bit of a disappointing rookie season. Um, but yeah. obviously a lot of guys calling them busts way too early. I think he's still great. Definitely. And uh, yeah, hopefully they, he, they also hopefully brought in it. Ryan Murray. Ryan Murray for a fifth. Um, right. Very yeah, low price from, to from pay Cleveland. for Ryan Murray. Um, he, I think obviously wasn't doing anything offensively in Columbus, but I think he he just helps out that deep pairing that uh, or that D core that I mean wasn't isn't great in New Jersey, but it got a little bit better for uh, the low price of a fifth round pick. Yeah, definitely, definitely a solid purchase, uh, especially what they gave up. And then they also brought in uh, Andreas Johnson from from Toronto uh, right. for giving up uh, Joey Anderson. So playing him on the wing, uh, chuck him with one of the two centers we talked about. I think I think he can do he can do wonders there as well. Yeah, that Eastern Division is really is a really nasty one. So it's going to be kind of tough. Very it's going to be tough on yeah. It's going to be tough on the bottom teams like for sure. Uh, yeah, just I guess we'll, it'll be interesting to see just what they can do with these young guys, and it's just going to be one of those taking on the chin sort of years. I think for these guys, there's, there's not much you can. I mean, man, put them against any of these teams, I'm looking at just doesn't look good in my head. So I know that'd be cool to see what they can do, but or if they make any moves. But this is one of my teams I'm writing off. <laughs> yeah, it definitely, <laughs> definitely did not get help with the the changes that were made, uh, especially to the to the divisions. They just lost uh, too much, and yeah, that too. Yeah, it, it's uh, <laughs> it's gonna be a very uphill battle. They're gonna have to play lights out for fifty six games. But they got huge names coming up. Like not to say they that do. just yep. that this season will be a tough one. This season will be a tough one, and uh, late at the end of the tunnel. But yeah, the 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 front of the tunnel is a, a little clogged right now. <laughs> <laughs> little dark, little dark. Uh, are we going to New York Islanders? Yeah, we're going to the Islanders. They um, have lost a fair amount of guys. They were in quite a bit of cap hell at the beginning of the offseason uh they have a whole lot of guys out the door thomas grice he left um andy green matt martin kunakel Derek broussard all gone to unrestricted free agencies uh obviously they sent devin taste to the abs for two seconds so they didn't get any roster players back barzell still unsigned and uh dimitri timishov they just acquired or they didn't just acquire but they acquired him in a trade uh, during the offseason, he's still unsigned as a restricted free agent as well. Uh, and they didn't really bring much back. They uh, Obviously, their one big thing is they got uh, their prospect, Ilya Sorokin, to come over from Europe. He basically signed an entry-level deal that ended last year as a one-year entry-level. So he signed an extension instantly for this year. Uh, so he'll be making $2 bucks in net. Basically, him and Varlamov, I would assume, split the net. And uh, yeah, he's he's definitely a bright spot to look out for. A great prospect coming. Yeah, unreal numbers in the KHL. Yeah. Um, him, him, he put him on the same uh, kind of pedestal as somebody like Ilya Samsonov uh, or Igor Shesterkin in uh, in the other New York team. We'll get to next, but um, yeah, fun. It'll be fun to to watch those two Russian goalies uh, do well under the Torts defense. Uh, or not Torts. Uh, Trots. Trots defensive uh structure yeah it definitely won't hurt playing under him that's for sure yeah um but yeah they also didn't have a uh any draft picks until the third round at the very end 90th overall so 
not a lot of help there either. Yeah. Um, Looks like we're going to see Wallstrom come up. That's kind of cool. Yeah, Wallstrom should be hopefully providing that offensive spark. We'll see if he gets uh, obviously playing under trots. It's it's hard to keep that offensive flow going. We've seen that with Barzell's numbers being a little below what you kind of expect out of him, but then you watch him play and it's like, okay, he's he's definitely got all the offensive ability there. It's just he's not getting the the full leash to be able to yeah. to do that. Uh, we'll see that if uh, if Wallstrom can kind of develop his defensive game as well. Yeah, and with uh, with that Taze trade to Colorado, um, it opens up a spot in the top sixty with uh, for Noah Dobson. Yeah, um, to good old Canadian boy, uh, kind of was the seventh D in the playoff run this year. Um, it'll be nice to see him get some consistent ice time and get in there and see what he can do against the, the NHL squads. Yeah, I think him and Wallstrom were back to back picks, I believe, like eleven and twelve. Oh yeah. I think you're right. But uh, yeah, either way, either way, yeah, it should be. They have a, they still have a pretty solid back end. Um, they they have they still have Ryan Polak, who's great. Uh, Noah Dobson's coming up, and uh, yeah, they, obviously they still got um, Pajot, who they signed to that six year extension as soon as he got in from Ottawa. Yeah. Yikes. Doesn't yeah. look so hot now. Yeah, yikes. At least it's uh, only five million. Right. Yeah, that's true. Back to back, uh, maybe good call. <laughs> yeah. Eleven and twelve in twenty eighteen. Well done. Ooh, all right. Good start. Uh, Once again, just wanted to touch that they are again in that they're in that tough that tough that eastern division. Tough. So yeah. have fun. Yeah, if you good thought games the, against New Jersey. If you thought the Metropolitan Division <laughs> was tough in years past, <laughs> the NHL just said, nah, you can take a couple more good teams. Yeah, just cranked yeah. up to 11 and said, <laughs> fuck you to New Jersey and New York. <laughs> um, um, yeah, going uh, going ac- across the way to, to the New York Rangers. Um, obviously, the main star, first overall pick, Alexi Lafreniere, Ooh, coming in from Ramuski. Oh he was not allowed to go to WEJC's just for his uh, overall health. Um, so obviously that means that he's making the team basically give him a spot, give him his jersey, He's ready to go opening night. Man, projected lineups. We got him on the first line instead of Panera and the bread man. What do you think about that? Oof, that's 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 interesting as hell, see. man. Isn't Lafreniere like a it. center? No, he's a winger. No, he's a left. Pardon winger. me, then. I'm an, okay. Go on. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I like him on the first line only because I don't want him playing with Strom and Butchnevich. If he if yeah, he fair plays enough. With a guy, if he plays with somebody like Zabinajad there's room for him to grow quickly i might add obviously there's room for him to grow because of his pedigree but um you want to put him with the best players available and unfortunately panarin and lafreniere are both left wingers so you'd have to take one of them out of their natural position to play him together i would absolutely i was gonna say when you're working with speed like that too like i don't know it must be you want him with the fast guys, right? It's like McDavid. You got to have quick guys on his line, and I don't think they could have done any better with who they picked for that. I think they got wheels on their on his line, so at least they'll be keeping up. Yeah, another big yeah. name, uh, except this time going out the door. Uh, obviously, the King Henrik Lundqvist signed a one-year mm-hmm. deal with Washington. Unfortunately, the news just came out today that uh, he's oh okay came out a couple couple weeks ago that he wasn't going to play the season. Uh, but then the news came out today that uh, he's actually having open heart surgery to repair a, f- a couple of things on his heart. So 
Uh, best of luck to Henrik Lundqvist. Hopefully the surgery yeah. goes well. Hopefully the recovery is done quick. And uh, obviously health is the, the number one priority when it comes to that for sure. Definitely. Best wishes to the King. Uh, growing up, watching him play, he was I was a goalie myself, and he was a big inspiration. So um, best of luck to him. Absolute shout out to Hank from the Hoser's panel, man. Absolute shout out. The original man rocket. I think he went. Yeah, I think he went in today for a surgery. No. Uh, I think it just got announced that he was having it. Pardon me. Yeah, I don't think the surgery was actually today, but. Look forward to good news out of that. Yeah. Yeah. um, Other than that, um, Ryan Strom, he signed uh, his uh, two-year extension for four and a half million, so that uh, that helps for him. He had a crazy year point per game. Um, but yeah, he get, don't gets. Don't be able to replicate that. No, I don't think so either. But gets a bit of a gets a bit of a payday. Uh, they brought in the the sensation Jack Johnson, um, because the teams <laughs> still haven't learned that Jack Johnson is not a good defender. <laughs> oh man! I'm so confused. Yeah. I was like, who are you gonna say here? I'm excited to see Fox first line. Like it's a beauty. Yeah, Adam Fox gets a year older, and then one of the youngest tandems in in net, uh, Alexander Georgiev and uh, Igor Shesterkin, looking to run it back. They both, I mean, it's just with Shesterkin looks to have such a bright future. Um, so common net, but uh, once again, part of that part of that tough division. Uh, they didn't yeah. really they didn't really lose a lot of guys, so they're basically bringing back the same team that uh, really yeah. had a, a really had a big push at the end of the season to try and make the playoffs. And uh, obviously they snuck in with that, uh, the newly implemented for one season, 12 seed, and then got swept by Carolina. Yeah. So, so hopefully, hopefully they, uh, they bring it back. They're such a young team. They're such a fun team to watch. Um, Keandre Miller will be making his appearance as well. He just signed his ELC back in March. Same kind of thing with Turcotte. We talked about last year or sorry, last, uh, last episode signs it a year before, but it's for the following year. So he'll start his ELC this year as well. Nice. Same they're, thing I said. Uh, go ahead. Go ahead. You first. Their their third line looks good. Um, young, young, young third line. You got Kapo Kako, who probably had the worst NHL season in the history of the NHL last year. If you're looking at advanced stats, and yeah, advanced stats. bad, bad rookie year. Very yep. bad year. But hopefully he can he can bounce back. Uh, centered by Philip Heedle and uh, other winger is Vitaly Kravtsov. Um, who has been lighting it up in the KHL? Um, fun, fun player to watch uh, over there. So that'll be that'll be uh, something to keep your eye on for sure. Definitely reminds reminds me so much of Carolina. Eh? We were just talking about how yesterday we were talking about how they um they got the two goalies. We were looking for a lot out of where they could they could be huge. And then when you look at their team overall, there's just so many players where you're like, yeah, he could have a huge year. He could have a huge year. I didn't expect a big year out of him last year. He surprised me. So yeah, they're one of those teams, man. The potential is just oozing out of these guys, and and I think we'll see a couple guys flourish this year. Definitely. Uh, we move on to probably the team with the busiest off season of them all, um, and it's because they needed it. It's the Ottawa Senators. <laughs> uh, they are. I mean, they're still active as of today. Like they're <laughs> they're they're just fine. They haven't stopped. Uh, whether the moves are good or bad is. Yeah, they're going, seen, baby. Yeah, to be but, seen. Uh, yeah, for sure. They definitely made a lot of them. Holy shit. Yeah, so they let's lost. Get, let's let's with... Yeah, let's just <laughs> wreck through them. So Anthony Duclair, he left for Florida. Jace Howard, look, he went to the Canucks. Bobby Ryan went to the Red Wings. Uh, Chris Tierney re-upped. Borwicky went to the Preds. Uh, Ron Hainsey's still a UFA. 
And then additions, they brought in Matt Murray uh, in a crazy deal, then signed him for four years at uh, six and a quarter. Yikes. Um, obviously, they drafted Tim Stutzla third overall, followed that up right away by drafting Jake, Jake Sanderson fifth overall. Uh, and then got Robbie Jarventi 33rd overall at the beginning of the second round um, to go along with about seven other picks. Uh, they had three picks in the second, two picks in the first. Just an absolute stockpile of, of, uh, of high-end draft picks. Uh, but in terms of actual players that they brought in, uh, Stutzla signed as ELC, so he should be on the team uh, opening night, hopefully. And they also brought in Alex Galchenyuk, uh, Philippe Schlopik, uh re-signed Connor Brown. Uh, they brought in Dadanov from Florida. Obviously, Matt Murray. We talked about um, a whole lot of whole lot of guys, whole lot of uh, whole lot in, whole lot out, and uh, looks like it'll be like a similar team. Is there a captain on this team right now? No. I don't. Uh, anybody so. got the C? I don't no. think there is. I think so no, there should no. be. No, right? Like Thomas even Shabbat, reading the name. Thomas Shabbat soon, yeah. Yeah, it'll be, yeah, I guess I guess that's the front runner for sure. Yeah, hope, hopefully that's sooner than later. Uh, these guys will be taking some sort of shape. There's so many new people. Hard to say what it'll be. The thing is, with, with losing uh, Mark Borowicki, who's going to do the interviews with um, Eugene Melnick about how the, the state <laughs> of the team in the locker room is? How, how are we going to know? I don't know, dude. <laughs> I'm just I'm praying for these guys every night. I just want it to look better. They got so I don't know. I think they'll do better than last year for sure. But I think they'll do better than last year just because they're in Canadian division. I agree. Yeah, yeah. Well put. Yeah. That was the first thing I thought of actually when they announced the new divisions was the worst teams are gonna have such a good shot this year. Yeah, uh, especially yeah. it goes from it goes four teams will make it. There's only seven Canadian teams. I mean, I can see a world that they they pass a couple. Oh yeah, absolutely. It's, yeah, it's just yeah. Sure. They got enough. They got enough young names, man. People could pop off. We know Brady's out there. Brady doesn't want to lose. We know that. He's competitive. He, this team's going to try to give her. Whether they can or not is to be seen any given night. But we'll see. Plus, Matt Murray, I think he's going to be on a revenge tour, too. I don't think he's going to love that he got traded here. I think you got to make the best of it if you're him. And I think he's going to be out for blood this year. I mean, you got to be, no matter what team you're on, if you're him. Yeah, exactly. Doesn't love getting traded to Ottawa, but definitely loves signing that six point two five million dollars. Oh yeah, that yes, very well. <laughs> It'll help the tears a little. And then they, uh, a couple other trades they've made because they've been so active. Uh, they traded for Austin Watson from Nashville for a fourth rounder. Um, I mean, depth player. I don't know why they're giving up draft picks, but either way. Uh, and then they traded for Derek Stepan a couple days ago for the second round pick in twenty twenty one, and then they traded for Cedric Paquette and Braden Coburn. As well as a second rounder for a couple guys who are on LTIR, uh, Gabrick and Anders Nielsen. So, I mean, they they should have a deeper team. I don't know if they'll be too too much better. Like they haven't got many more high end guys besides drafting Stutzla, and I think Dad and I will be pretty solid. But another year that, of Brady. How about that tape job on Stutzla? You guys get a load of that? <laughs> couple couple oh. couple wraps and then a big a big long stem. My God, I've never seen anything like it. A man's a specimen. These young kids are coming up with some creative stuff these days. Yeah, the moves that they're pulling off, the tape jobs on their stick. I couldn't do those moves <laughs> with a normal tape job. These guys are pulling out with two strands. Yeah. 
I gotta say though, uh, Stutzla, he's making it fun to watch Germany, man. A couple players on there are, but that guy, that guy is gonna be something. It's fun. It's fun to watch him. Yeah, playing like twenty-five minutes a night, putting up like a few points a night. Yeah, he's, he's carrying that team for sure. Yeah, plays twenty-six a... minutes against Finland and goes back to back against Canada. Like, what do you expect? He's a prime example, though, just of like my one of my favorite things of this tournament is just how the good players look so good and they really stand out. And it's so it's just so fun to watch whatever team they're on. So he's one of those players, man. Love watching him play. Uh, do we have anything else for Ottawa? I don't think so. I think we spent enough time on dumpster fire. Yeah. Yeah. How about uh, let's get uh, Eugene out of there? That's that's all I gotta say. How about them yeah, Flyers, sure. eh? How about them Flyers? I think I st- they're one of my favorite teams to watch. Um, but yeah, they they lost Derek Grant. Obviously, they had the great story of Oscar Lindblom beating cancer. He just signed a three year extension as well. So obviously, first off, great on him for for yeah. beating everything. Glad everything is great. Hopefully, it doesn't creep up again. I know he just had a recent um, visit to show that it's still all clear. So that's awesome to hear. Yeah, yeah uh, right can't wait to see him back on the ice. Uh, but other than that, they didn't lose a whole lot. They lost Tyler Pitlick, Nate Thompson, just some kind of uh, mainly yeah, just some depth guys. Um, but yeah, they drafted uh, Tyson Forrester, twenty third overall. He just signed his uh, ELC uh, basically after draft day. It was pretty quick. Obviously, they really liked him for something because you don't usually see like twentieth overall guys just instantly sign their ELCs, but he did. So so good on him. But uh, yeah, not not a lot, uh, not a lot of moves in the off season for what seems to be one of the most volatile teams year over year. They will be uh, without Nolan Patrick for at least a little bit with a with migraine disorder. Yeah, he's always yeah he missed uh, all of last last year too. Yeah, yeah, so do you think that's gonna be a continuous thing? I know it's still going. I I saw I read something that um, Chuck Fletcher said that he's the GM said that. Um, they are hopeful that he's back for training camp. Uh, I haven't read it. That was last week, so I don't know um, what that means. But he was skating at the end of last year, um, so we'll see. Hopefully, he One, gets back uh, just for his sake. Just for his yeah, sake. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, for sure. High second second overall pick. You always want to see them do well. So good WHL boy too. It'd be a shame. Yeah, for sure. Um, one addition they did make, Mike, is the Eric Gustafson. They signed him as a UFA. Yes, they did. Yeah, right. One year. Let's see what Carter Hart's. Let's see what yeah. Carter Hart's got, man. He's, this, this is his team, as far as I'm concerned. I want to see him just take it. Was he on year three? Yep. Yeah. Contract year. Yep. Show me the hey. money. This should be good for him. Yeah. Can you imagine being 22 years old and having an entire franchise on your back? Yeah. <laughs> Once again, though, um, if it goes well, ten mil in the bank. Yeah, true. <laughs> uh, look at he's in that he's in that Eastern Division, though. Yeah, so yeah. be a, be a wild just get ride. Lit the fuck up. <laughs> every every single one of those games, especially like the craziest thing is with this new schedule, is that there's no like there's no games that don't matter. Like every game is a divisional game. Like every game is four points on the board. Yep. It's uh. Every game is going to be a must-watch, especially in that division. Anything anything can happen. I have no idea what I'm going to pick for my predictions. Yeah, it's going to be uh, it's going to be tough to kind of figure that out. So, yeah, the next team, Pittsburgh Penguins. 
Uh, first off, it'll be interesting to see what these guys do without any type of tandem and net. Uh, it's all, at least it seems like it's all on Tristan Jari's shoulders. They brought in Maxime Legacy as a goalie, but losing Matt Murray. We'll see how that goes. I don't know if I trust Jari with a starting position, but. Yeah, they, they also have Casey DeSmith, although I don't think he's signed, has he? Uh, I don't even, I don't see him on the list here at all. He might have like an extra year left on his contract. Yeah, he's got. Uh, he's signed this year. Yeah, one okay. one two, one point two five. Not a lot changed. They eh? brought in Kapanen. Yeah, they they obviously yeah the big trade was for Kasperi Kapanen, uh, but other than that, they sent a lot out. Uh, like they got Pontus Auberg and uh, Jesper Lindgren in that deal. Sent away Philip Hollander and Evan Edwin Rodriguez and a 2021st, so they didn't have a first round pick this year. Sent off uh, Nick Bukestad in a trade as well. Sent away Patrick Hornquist and got Mike Matheson, who will see if he can get his legs yes. back because that contract is not good. Um, and not then, yeah, they sent, just sent away Matt Murray as well. So uh, a lot out the door. Um, they also lost Connor Sheary, Dominic Simone, Jack Johnson. Uh, and Justin Schultz all to free agency and Patrick Marlowe. I I don't think I believe in this team to get out of that, that East division. Yeah, it's tough. No, to me neither. Two, two big boys down the middle, uh, and that's about it. And they're starting to get a little bit older. Uh, it's tough to kind of rely on them every night now. The bottom six is just not looking good, man. No, like you can't, you can't, you need more of a team than that. You know, the first line, first two lines look great. Uh, you got nothing in net. That's a huge, a huge question mark, at least not nothing, but I don't know, man. Yeah. You can't be confident. And you're in that deadly Eastern division. Like I got to say, you're making, uh, you're making Philly look way, way better when I'm looking at this team. Like this team isn't even close to Philly right now. Yeah. And they also brought in Mark Jankowski from the flames just on a, Trader. Uh, a league minimum deal and Cody Cece uh, and <laughs> Cody yeah replace Jack Johnson with Cody Cece exactly yeah just a <laughs> pretty pretty lateral move there someone had to say it but yeah, yeah a lot's gonna rely on uh, Crosby Malkin Gensel Latang, and uh, and Jari to basically push them to the I would say fourth spot in the division like I don't see them can't see them getting too much higher, but we'll, we'll see. Yeah, Jim Rutherford's just kind of trying to hold on to the. He is. He's trying to, to hold on. Playoff bubble to salvage the end of their career. Yeah. Although, not really salvage. I guess they won three cups. So. Yeah, I definitely can't blame them. Like you have Crosby and Malkin on the same team. Like you're get, You're not. You're not. You're not uh, trying to stop that at all. You're. No. You're running until those wheels fall off, and then you deal with the consequences. You got three cups. Yeah. You push with those guys. Once it's over, it's over. But you you just you just keep trying to kick the can a couple years down the road. Oh, 100%. It's like the, it's like the wings, right? you got a good team for so long, you're bound to have a bad team. Exactly. Well. All you got to do is don't do what Chicago did, and you pretty much should be fine. Don't sign <laughs> these guys to two $10, $11 million contracts and build around that. I'd take if two overpaid guys at $10.5 for three cups. Yeah, I think that's the yeah. best thing about them is that they signed the – 
most beautiful Canadian ever, Sidney Crosby, to a great deal, and, <laughs> and they can they can build around that. You know, that's a blessing in itself. So, yeah, you're right. Keep hold on to what you got. We'll see what they can do next couple of years. Yeah. Uh, moving back to California, uh, we have the last of the three teams, San Jose Sharks. Um, also, another bottom feeder team, or at yeah, least what it looks like. Um, they traded for Devin Dubnik. Him and Jones are going to be backstopping the net, which is scary. <laughs> They, uh, yeah, yeah. They had Aaron Dell as the backup and got worse somehow. Uh, <laughs> Dubnik is not good. He's gonna get a porous defense in front of him, which is not gonna help. And yeah, they brought back Patrick Marlowe, which is great. Good, good story. Joe Thornton left for the Leafs. Uh, Aaron Dell also went to the Leafs, but other than that, uh, not a crazy amount of stuff. Um, they drafted with the, the last pick in the first round, 31st overall, Ozzy Weisblatt. Ozzy. Ozzy, yeah. A good good, uh, good draft story where Doug Wilson Jr., the, I think, is he the GM or is he the, the son of the GM? Uh, yeah, when he was an, GM? Yeah, when he was announcing the pick, he, he um, signed Ozzy uh, in sign language uh, because obviously Ozzy's mom is his uh, deaf. So that was, that was a pretty oh, cool, nice. pretty cool feel good move, feel good moment. Uh, he's also signed his ELC basically right after the draft as well, so that was cool. Um, but yeah, other than that, they re-signed Kevin LeBanc for four years at uh, just under five million dollars a year. He he took one year one million dollars after like a crazy season. I don't think he'd be doing that again, but uh, at least he got a bit of a payday now. Yeah, he's he's kicking himself a little bit for that yeah. contract. He definitely could have uh, fleeced uh, them for. Um, a bit more than one one by one and like what four by five now so yeah um yeah kicking himself for sure but uh five million dollars a year for the next four years ain't too shabby it's not not uh not something you're gonna sniff at that's for sure yeah uh and then yeah the only other move um they brought in ryan donato traded him for a third round pick we'll see if he sticks um i do like that kid yeah it's interesting he had um some potential and everybody's raving about him and he kind of just bounced all over the place boston to minnesota to now san jose to see and of course you mentioned marlowe eh? coming yeah. back yeah he's yeah. coming back one yeah. year league yeah. minimum deal he doesn't need any more Fair. money but uh yeah nice deal that was cool thank god i, was, that yeah. I like seeing that taking the test on k all i can say to this team is i hope evander kane fights jake paul buddy that's all i got <laughs> <laughs> That'd be sweet. Other than that, San Jose, I couldn't really care less this year. Good luck, boys, with those goalies. Yeah, good luck. Know. Good luck with your yeah, six guys making like fifty million dollars for the next seven years. They're gonna be in a world of hurt, and it doesn't yeah, look like it's gonna be uh, clearing up anytime soon. No, you know what? Before those guys is thirty-five plus. So yeah, before this season starts, we absolutely have to do predictions on the worst team in each division. Like I want oh, that to doing? happen. We'll be doing that's... full, full season, uh, full, uh, full division breakdowns, ranking everybody one to seven, one to eight for sure. We'll do oh, that. Oh, thank God. Yeah. Okay, good. Can't wait. Um, where are we here? Are we going to the next week. team? Yeah, St. Louis. Uh, they didn't have any picks in the first round as well. Uh, looks yeah, like a lot the... of teams traded their first round picks this year. A lot of trade picks. Yeah. I uh, wanted to talk about the news with, if I may, sorry, with uh, Hoffman today. Was it Hoffman doing? No, who did the professional tryout? Yeah, that was yeah, Hoffman. Hoffman. It was Hoffman. And is he signing there? Yeah, so what it, what it looks like they're doing is he's signing a PTO. Um, 
basically not to cap count as their cap until the season starts when they can put Tarasenko and who is the other guy? Steen. Steen, right, because he retired, but not retired. Um, so they're going to wait until the season starts to put Tarasenko and Steen on long-term injury reserve uh, because if they do it once the season starts, they get that extra cap room. And it looks like at that point, Mike Hoffman will sign because then they'll have the extra room. Makes sense. Uh, and so, yeah, right now he's just as a PTO with assumption that he will sign. We don't really know, the, the obviously, the, the details of the contract, but it looks like he will be signing in uh, in St. Louis. Uh, but, oh, yeah, they did actually have a first-round pick. They drafted 26th overall, Jake Neighbors. Neighbors. Oh. Jake Neighbors, good uh, good WHL kid. I missed that one. My bad. Yeah, I, I had my screen up <laughs> on the second round, so I didn't see it. They had no second rounds, but. Uh... Man, that first line looks sexy, eh? Toy Krug and Colton Perikow. Yeah, that'll be, I mean, yeah, oh obviously the, the big departure, Alex Petrangelo, captain for plenty of years, but. Bringing in crew kind of, kind of softened the blow a little bit. Pareko's a dynamo. Was he cheaper? Krug. Uh, yeah. So Krug signed yeah. seven years, sixty-one million. Okay. So, actually, not that much. Not that much. Oh no, sorry, that's Petrangelo. I'm looking at the wrong guy here. Um, yeah, Petrangelo signed. I was gonna say that's a lot. Um, no, Tory Krug signed seven years, forty-five million. So, about six and a half million. Per year? Yeah, six and a half. Yeah, so they saved about two ish million. Yeah. Two Not two and bad. a half. Two point, two point three. Yeah. I like um, how this team looks on paper. Yeah, they, like that obviously isn't the what they really wanted. Obviously they wanted to keep a trench low, but with so many guys outstanding to be signed, like Pareko, it's kinda of hard to keep everybody and then yeah, they snagged Krug for a couple million dollars cheaper and away they went. All in all, I'd say a good offseason. You got, like you said, you lose Pietrangelo, but <clears throat> you don't look too bad. I think they're obviously going to be competitive in that sweet division in the West. So. Yeah, they, they still do have to sign Vince Dunn, um, but obviously he's an RFA. So once that gets done, uh, once they figure out all their all their cap moves and everything, he's probably going to wait until day one to sign as well or something. Yeah. Who knows what they're doing, but. Biggest question mark, like a lot of teams, I'd say, is the goaltending. Uh, Jordan Bennington had a rough year, uh, rough playoffs last year. Um, and then obviously they traded Jake Allen to Montreal, so they will have to bring up uh, Billy Huso as a backup, and he's not played a single game in the NHL, so we'll see how he does. But um, yeah, I'm not too, if I'm St. Louis, I'm not too eager to put my trust into. Jordan Bennington anytime soon. Yeah, he better have been planning or working on like every day, three hours a day on his blocker side because that's all the Canucks did and they just exploited <laughs> it every single shot. Yeah. yeah, it's true. So yeah, the book's out on him and <laughs> we'll see if he if he's uh, figured it out. Uh, but yeah, jumping now to the Stanley Cup champions, Tampa Bay Lightning. My uh, boys. The best team in the league. Uh, it's not a question. They keep getting better. They keep having their guys signed for like half of what they're worth. Um, yes. I don't know how they did it. Before it was Steve Eisenman probably holding a gun to their head, but he's gone. I don't know how they do it. Take it away, Taylor. Yeah, well, um, so this year, they most recently they signed uh, both Anthony Sorelli and Mikhail Sergachev to um, three-year extensions at $4.8 million each. 
Um, and if you ask me, I think both both of those players are worth um, almost double that. I would Bargains. say, yeah, for sure, four point eight is a bargain for for each each player. And um, yeah, they they just keep finding it, like you said, Mike, finding a way to to sign these players to to cheap cheap deals. So um, yeah, they didn't have uh, a first round pick. They they traded. JT Miller last year to, to get Vancouver's first round pick, but then traded away um, to secure Blake Coleman this year for the for the cup run. Um, and then they traded their own first round pick away for uh, Barkley Goodrow. Obviously, uh, panned out. They won the Stanley Cup, so I can't complain about that. Um, after the draft, they placed Tyler Johnson on waivers, um, trying to clear up cap space. Uh, obviously nobody claimed him, so they kind of put him in a tough spot there. Um, they most recently, like you mentioned earlier, traded um, Seti Paquette and Braden Coburn and a second round pick to the Ottawa Senators for two LTIR guys in Mary Gabrick and Anders Nielsen. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it i mean the 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 one like staple underlying uh, move that has kind of happened this off season for them is the news that nikita kucherov will be out for for the entire year obviously uh i i'm shocked that we went this long without talking about it um yeah, i was trying there. to wait for he's, this team yeah <laughs> yeah he's their number one guy and he is uh it looks like done until at least the playoffs if if he even comes back for then um, but with that being said, it allows it allowed them to put him on LTIR and uh, sign their their RFAs um, to the deals that they did. Uh, I don't know how they do it. I'm, I've been a fan of this team for so many years, and every <laughs> year I'm like baffled at the fact that they end up signing these players to like team friendly deals that somehow keep them under the cap. So. Um, my hats are off to the management there. Julian Brisebois, like, I, I don't understand, but keep doing what you're doing because I love it. No state tax. Yeah, true. <laughs> yeah, it wouldn't hurt to live in Florida. It's pretty nice down there. Uh, yeah, what else could you want? You don't have to pay any taxes. You get beautiful city, beautiful weather, cup contending team every year. Who wants to go yeah. there? Yeah. Why are we hearing about the Kucherov thing so close to the season? Like, feels like something that's that comes out right after you win the cup yeah, not, yeah. not right before the season starts you know what i mean that's the only thing that confused me that's a good maybe it wouldn't have made much of a difference but i just thought that was so odd uh marshan was one who i thought even they announced his injury like later into the offseason and i was like holy hell like i hope he's ready to go it feels like that's cutting a little close so when i heard kucherov's like just this past week i was like jeez and i was like when's he coming back so yeah they'll be fine and i think He's probably one of the like it's one of the only teams where you could probably get take your best guy off until the end of the season and still be fine. Exactly, but, they won a um, cup without Stamkos, so. Yeah, you yeah. know it makes sense, I, and like it's it's obviously obviously fine, but I just didn't find that interesting. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I don't know if he just like tried to rehab it in the off season, then realized okay this isn't working. Now I'm gonna go do surgery, because there'd be yeah. no point in just like resting it until the season. Then he's like, okay, now I'll do surgery. Well, that's exactly it. They announced that he was hurt and like with a lingering injury, uh, and then they waited a week to announce whether or not he was going to have surgery. So I think they wanted to test it out, see how he was feeling, let him rest it, 
um, and then go back and see if he needed surgery or not. Yeah, fair and enough. Then, of course, Stamkos is back, hey? He had yeah, some troubles back. come playoff time? Good. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, he actually, the the one goal he scored against Dallas, uh, he played, uh, what, like three minutes against? He re-injured uh, it, didn't that. he? Yeah. Yeah, so on the play where he scored the goal, he, like, uh, hopped over Issa Lendell and went and sniped. Um, but on the hop, he, like, retore his. I remember uh, reading that. Core. Yeah. Yeah, crazy to hear. Yeah, he's had Torn a rough core go. goes in and snipes, too, though, so you can't complain about that. He's had a rough go. It's, hopefully he can stay healthy. It's always super fun to watch him play. Definitely. We need him this year, I think, so. Yeah, man, honestly, I wasn't. I didn't think I'd see him to start the season. So, man, like you said, the team always looks good. They look great again. I'm surprised as always. And we'll see how they do. If they're in Central, shouldn't be too hard on them. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, moving it back up to Canada. I think the third last Canadian team. Uh, the mecca of the hockey world as people from toronto would want to say the toronto maple leafs um <laughs> uh, they started the offseason 15th overall pick uh they drafted rodin amarov or rodion amarov um a star russian uh he should be he should pan out for them i think he's got great potential um but uh their back end kind of took a bit of a hit at least a start they lost barry to the oilers Cody CC to the Pens. Uh, they re-signed uh, Travis Dermott. But other than that, obviously they traded away Andreas Janssen to the Devils, right? Yeah. Uh, and then they traded away Kasper Kapanen and Pontus Aberg to Pittsburgh. Uh, but other than that, they brought in Joe Thornton, which will be a fun story if, uh, if, if nothing else. And then they brought Boys, in a whole you, lot of... Yeah, go ahead. Did you see that picture of Joe? <laughs> Holy <laughs> crap. Christmas morning at Matthew's house or something. He looks like they brought a hobo in. He's cleaned <laughs> up too, and he still just looks homeless. I could, I was dying. Oh, anyway, go ahead. That bet killed me. Yeah, like... The one thing with the Leafs is everybody told them that they were tough to play, or not tough enough to play against, so they brought in a bunch of slow guys who suck. Yeah. To pretend yeah. to get tougher. Like, they... The list off their signings, obviously they've re-signed Jason Spezza. They brought in TJ Brody, who'll be a solid piece on the back end. Um, they brought in Zach Bogosian. I, I guess he's all right. Um, Wayne Simmons, Stock who's was... slow. Yeah. Um, Jimmy VC is still good. For sure. In the... Exactly, yeah. He was on, yeah, he wins a cup. So he's like, hey, you know, he's maybe not too, too bad, but he has extremely sheltered minutes. and. Yeah. Whatever. Um, Jimmy VC. Jimmy VC also going to Toronto. Uh, they brought in Aaron Dell for a little bit of goalie help. Um, as well as they brought back M- Michael Hutchison. And um, yeah, not, not, a, not a whole lot with the Leafs. Uh, basically just depth moves, especially when you have so many guys making a lot of money. Um, there's not going to be much that you can do uh, besides trading a, a huge corner piece. But they still got all the big guys coming back. I think they'll be all right. I think their toughness was a little bit overblown in the media a little bit, or lack I'm of surprised toughness. The media was blowing up yeah, their shit. Like, yeah, <laughs> like every other thing with Toronto. Yeah. Hmm. But you know, this circles back to these divisions changing this year and how it favors so many Canadian teams so much. And Toronto's got to think they're not looking at Boston this year. They're not looking at half those teams in the East to give them all that trouble. 
they're looking at a lot of soft teams too that they usually walk all over. So yep. I think this is gonna, this, is gonna, this is their year to like to have fun. To, I think of the past five, this should be a little bit of the pressure off. Like you should be able to win games. I think a little easier. Um, yeah, I think they. But, I think they should have a good year. They'll also have uh, Nick Robertson making a bit more of a bit more of an impact uh, up front as well. Yeah, and yeah, I think I think overall, I think the Leafs will be fine this year. Do you yeah, think yeah. this second power play unit is even right? Joe Thornton, Jason Spezza, Wayne Simmons, no, Nico Lettinen, <laughs> and Nicholas Robertson. Like that's bullshit, right? There's as long as that's not their second line power play, they should be okay. <laughs> that that Holy can't shit. be. No, oh, yeah, I, I was like, these guys are fucked. Okay, like, you know you what? Look, look, the, the coach puts it up on the board, and they're like, hey, boys, run it. And then it's like, oh, God. Oh, <laughs> yeah, no, oh Jesus. I read Joe all... first, and I was like, okay. And I read all... the rest. It's like, this is horse shit. <laughs> all three players um... go to the front of the net, because that's what it is. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Three big <laughs> what bodies. What were you going to say, Tay? I cut you off. Yeah, you brought up uh, that, that D-man on the second power play unit, uh, Miko Lettinen. He right now is uh playing in the KHL for Joker in uh Finland. Joker. They, yeah, they signed him to a one year deal nine two five uh K, which is pretty good, but he's got seventeen points in seventeen games in the KHL right now. So that's um, a player so, to watch right there, eh? Yeah, for sure. He's he's uh he's twenty six, um, so still younger, but uh he's lighting up the KHL as a D man, so it'll be interesting to see what he does uh if he makes the, the team in the NHL. And this is, of course, oh, his knows, first but... year, right? Yeah, he only signed a one-year deal with Toronto. So that yeah, it's just just a one-year entry-level deal due to his age. He's 26, so uh, right, he signs, right, signs right. a one-year entry-level deal for this year. Interesting. That'd be a fun player to watch. There's not usually a lot of new names on this team. Yeah, it's kind of just like every every year they're bringing over like one or two cheap Europeans to kind of hopefully compliment their, their big guys a little bit and see it, see if it pans out. Stock yeah, almost always seems to rise on those guys, off. eh? You play with Matthews no. and Marners, it helps. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, true. Okay, do you guys think we see a trade out of these guys? Out of these guys' top players this year? I don't Predictions. think so. No. Nah. No. No. I don't. I don't. So bad. A lot of people say they're, they're they're doing it wrong, but I'd rather pay my good players a lot of money than pay my bad players a lot of money. Yeah. Yeah, good luck. They better do good in this division. This yeah, I think I think they'll be all right. But uh, moving across the country, we go next to the Vancouver Canucks, who lost a lot of guys to Calgary, which now Fuck suck because they played them ten times this year. Uh, but just breaking it down, they lost uh, Josh Lavo, Chris Tanev, Louis Domingue, Jacob Markstrom, all those just to the Flames. Uh, Troy Stetcher went to Detroit. Tyler Toffoli signed a four-year deal with Montreal. Um, I think that's who we, I think we forgot to talk about him last uh, yesterday. Yeah, we definitely did. Definitely forgot to talk about Tavoli. Whoops. And uh, yeah, they they didn't really bring in too too much. They signed Jace Howerlook. Um, obviously, Braden Holtby to fill in the starting role. Hopefully, he can get back to his his original form. But the I think the main piece is the the acquisition of Niels Hoglander. Coming over from Sweden this year, just signed his ELC back in April. He he's a dynamo. We, we talked about Trevor Zegers yesterday, the flashy um, yep. trickster. I think Niels Hoglander is same kind of thing. He's uh, he's a magician with the puck, and uh, even though he's a bit smaller, he can he can definitely like he uses his body well, especially at his at his height and his weight. Uh, he's gonna be a, uh, an exciting exciting player to watch. 
think he plays in the show this year? I hope so. I don't know if they give him the chance, but I, I really hope so. Yeah, it would be fun to see him play. I thought I thought it was time to see him. I was thinking that's one name I was looking forward to seeing this year. You're still in Hoglander, right? Yeah, Hoglander. Yeah. Yeah, man. I I thought it was I thought it was time. I would be surprised actually if he didn't come over. I really hope he does. What about their goalie situation? Bringing on Holpe. Yeah. So it looks like I would assume they'll probably split time. Like Holpe only signed a two-year deal, so it's not going to be. It's not like hey, we got Holpe for a long time. He's our guy. Yeah. Uh, I think I think Demko is. He's itching to be the starter, obviously. He doesn't want to spend another year as a backup. I think they do a pretty fair, even split. And uh, if they make the playoffs come that time, they'll just ride the hot hand. I think I think is really the only way to go about it. Keep both guys happy as possible. And, uh, yeah, ride the hot hand when uh, when they get going. Definitely. Um, this was my one, other team. One, go ahead. Go ahead. One name to, to look out for. Um, Olio Levy on the back end. Uh, he's yeah, a, finally he's a first him. round pick, uh, high in what 2014? Um, uh, 2016. Thank 2016. You. Okay, my bad. I was there, um, so that's how I know. Oh, fair enough. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, anyways, he yeah he went fifth overall, um, in front of guys like Matthew Kachuk, uh, Clayton Keller, Mikhail Sergachev, a um, bunch of bunch of big names that we do know in the Matt NHL Kachuk. already. Yeah. Um, yeah. So eat your heart it'll up. Be yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, so it'll be interesting to see if he makes an impact. I know uh, he's a few years removed from that uh, first round top five pedigree that maybe he once had, but um, he's still got the offensive talent there. So it'll be fun to see if he can put uh, put that together in the NHL. And does it look like Furland's coming back? Anybody know Michael Furland? I think he's I think he's trying to give it a go, but I mean he honestly just needs to hang him up. Yeah, I think it's, it sounds like, like it, eh? Anytime he comes back, he's like, oh, I'm going to keep playing that pit bull mentality, and he just he gets injured right away. He's, his his head's obviously not right. Yeah. Um, obviously, I don't know all of his doctor records, obviously, but I I, I mean, it's got to just, you got to just hang him up. Yeah, it seems like time. I guess I you don't see it very often uh, where someone can, like, the physical toll can be taken like that that young or quickly on the guy. But, man, he really did have to do some things. He had some games where he was throwing out, like, an insane amount of hits, like 20-something hits in games against the Canucks when he was on Calgary. And, yeah, I guess he's one of those guys we'll just see fade out early. How old is that guy? He can't be that old, eh? No, he's, like, probably that's surprising to me. 27, 28, 29, yeah. somewhere in there. Too bad. I like watching him play, but, yeah, yeah. I, I, I could see him hanging him up, too. But yeah, another thing with the Canucks is they have their their defense is pretty depleted. They have really like their top four is all right. They they have no last pairing. Um, obviously, besides you, Levy should step into that role. But another guy you could look out for is uh, Jack Rathbone. He was just playing in college for the last few years, and he just signed his ELC in the summer as well. So he should hopefully make an appearance this year, especially with uh, any like injuries that happen to the Canucks defense. They're not deep, so. Hopefully they yeah. call him up and, and give him a look because he was very exciting. To, yeah, and actually on that note as well, Brogan Rafferty, uh, he played in the minors. He's 25. He kind of um, turned his game up a little bit this year, so it'll be interesting to see. There's that, that uh, sixth spot kind of uh, available for a mm-hmm. few guys. So. Hey, how about that captain on um, on Russia? I'm going to butcher his name for sure. Oh, Vasily Podkolzin. 
That's the one, Bud Colson. Nice. What you think? Is it possible he could be coming up? Uh, I think he's signed in Russia for two yes. more years. Yeah, so something like that. He, yeah, he's still signed under contract in Russia, so we won't, he okay. won't be coming across the pond for, for a couple of years. Even if they can't play? Even if, like, they don't play because of COVID or something? He, he's under contract? He's, yeah, because he can't... He's signed with the KHL team, so, and they are playing okay. right now. Oh, okay. Wasn't sure. Yeah, you can't. You can't. Have, he can't be signed with both. So yeah, he he's unfortunately he's unfortunately uh, stuck over there for a little bit. Um, but yeah, he obviously they didn't have a first round. Yeah, it'd be very exciting. Uh, obviously, they didn't have a first round pick because they traded for JT Miller last summer. Great trade. <laughs> I can't believe that worked out, man. I thought that terrible was terrible when it happened. I couldn't believe it, but later. I ate my words for like a year and a half. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, hopefully, hopefully he can like continue on this one season he had, and keep keep showing out. Because if you can, well, if he, you can keep playing that well, then, then he's got the minutes good. and he's playing with Pedersen. Like that's one of the most dangerous guys in the league, and he's only going to get better. I think we all know that. So yeah, yeah, I don't know that 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 team could be so dangerous. And I, I I don't know if I already said it, they should benefit from this division thing so so much, Vancouver, yeah, just these Canadian teams, definitely. Uh, the... uh, before we move on, I have yeah. a question for Tyler. Yeah, go. What is it like being a Flames fan and a Canucks fan? And a Canucks fan? Man, yeah. I don't know. It was impossible to be both as growing up here. <laughs> but no but uh, it's been easier, man. It's, it's one thing that's really cool to be a fan and a, a Calgary fan and live here in Victoria where our, there's just Canucks fans everywhere. It's just um, to see, like, the runs, the runs that happened at different times, Calgary's and then Vancouver's and then Calgary for a bit. And now it looks like uh, Vancouver's back on the up. So it's just so fun to see to see the community come together and just hate me all as one. Or, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it, it, it's just the passion is really here, and it's cool to see. Although it goes a little awry, 2010 we're talking. Yeah. Um, it's it, you know it's 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 fun it's fun to watch this team and it's really really fun to watch these fans especially when they're winning. So yeah, it's definitely it, it's pretty easy to be a fan of both when you live here. I'll be honest. Fair enough. All right, uh, looks like we move on to our last powerhouse team. Um, it is Vegas Golden Knights, the team that seems to never have any cap problems, let let alone they're signing guys for ninety million dollars left and right. Yeah. What? Um. So they started the the draft 29th overall pick. They drafted Brendan Brisson, uh, the son to um, Pat Brisson, the big NHL agent. Uh, he's currently playing on the U.S. team for World Juniors. He's pretty solid. Well. He's um, very fun player to watch. But um, obviously, the big thing out of Vegas is camp. They signed Alex Petrangelo to that uh, crazy deal this year. He's just going to bolster that defense. I think the one guy. That takes a bit of a hit from that is is Shea Theodore, just because all his top minutes are most likely going to be shifted off to Petrangelo. So we'll see how they kind of use both of them. Uh, we'll see who plays power play and and gets gets all those kind of minutes. It'll be it'll be interesting to see. But um, Derek England, they're basically one of their leaders from from expansion. He retired this year, so that's uh, that's a big locker room loss for them. If if not anything else, uh, John Merrill went to the Red Wings. Uh, Nick Cousins signed with the Predators. But other than that, not uh, not a lot of crazy movement with Vegas in terms of the free agency market. Uh, it's tough. Um, just like one of the biggest kind of storylines coming out of Vegas in the last uh, like few months 
is just their their willingness to kind of move anybody who yep. they can to to win or get the better player or whatever. So you've heard guys like Jonathan Marchessault, Riley Smith, Max Pacioretty, like they've all kind of been on the trade block. And um, to me, like they're kind of staples to that uh, that franchise. And they, they all kind of, when the expansion draft happened, they all kind of came together as a band of misfits, so to speak. And now they definitely aren't that. They've got guys like Mark Stone and um, Alex Petrangelo now. Um, just like bigger names that uh, obviously the, the management is willing to kind of move any of these players that uh, maybe like did well for them the first year um, just to get those those big names in and draw more of a crowd because they they got that uh, the taste of that winning mentality in the first couple of years. Yeah, they're yeah, they're, just, they're just sending anybody out whoever whoever can fetch a price. They're just they don't really care about the names or how long they've been there. They they traded Paul Stastny basically after they just got him and they just sent him right back to Winnipeg. Said see ya, thanks. And uh, interesting to see how those kind of the, the players on the team feel because they're I mean obviously it's a sport. The goal is to win. The GM's job is to 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 bring championships and that's basically about it. Like players are kind of just pieces of a game yeah uh, but it'll be interesting to see how that kind of affects potential free agents signing there They're like oh yeah like like petrangelo taking an example he signs there for seven years usually when you sign a contract for five six seven years you're you're planning those five six or seven years in that city but that's just like hasn't been the case they kind of just brought them in and just shipped them out uh, shipped them out willingly so it'd be interesting to see if that affects any future free agents signing there for for longer term deals thinking that they won't definitely spend all those years in vegas yeah you'd think that if that's the way they're going to continue working things in the back end then uh, it definitely would have some something to do with uh the free agents they attract yeah they got the... some... go ahead i was gonna say they got some of the nicest looking lines though man like their first they and do. second line just scream goals like that second line is absolutely crazy to me patch cody glass and mark stone my God, dude! Uh, the, the defense too is just so deep, and uh, the team just screams goals. And you know what? The goalie situation—they don't look bad at all. I don't know. Leonard's doing so good this year, which surprises me. Or these years, which is surprising me. But yeah, and he'll be out for a little while. No kidding. Yeah, so it'll be it'll be Flurry's net for, I believe, a couple months. If I'm not mistaken. I know that. Let's have a look. Uh, but the, another... only, the only way that goalie tandem could be better is if. Flurry was not making seven million dollars a year. But yeah, Flurry Flurry's definitely fallen a little bit. But just going back because we just talked about Vancouver, uh, one thing we forgot to mention is Vegas did trade Vancouver defenseman Nate Schmidt for a third round pick in twenty twenty two. So even with Nate Schmidt, Vancouver's back end still not the greatest. But obviously Vegas Vegas needed to trade him to kind of lock in a bit more Petrangelo and and keep keep the money around. But yeah, talking about uh, guys are just shipping out willy nilly because of the expansion draft and everything. Nate Schmidt definitely falls into that category. Yeah, there since day one. Kind of like the staple guy on the back end who improved yeah. hugely. Uh, it doesn't look like Leonard's hurt. Oh, all right. I thought... Yeah. I think maybe he was. And At the end of the season, maybe. January 1st start. Because like, the, the plan was to start the season January 1st at one point, right? And I think... They were worried about that start. But I think he's going to be back in time to play. 
Yes, yeah, that's right. Yeah, his shoulder surgery was his success, and he expects to be ready for training camp. So, yeah, never mind that. Wasn't yeah, he? They... Wasn't he the guy who went home from the bubble, and his kids are waiting for him? No, that was Rask. Yeah. Oh, fuck me. What? Really? <laughs> yeah. It was Rask? Yeah. Yeah. Jesus. Flight All right, never Boston. Fuck me. Okay, cool. Well, who's next? Um, <laughs> <laughs> just, just quickly move away from them. Nothing happened. <laughs> Nobody heard that. Yeah. The Washington Capitals. Yeah, Washington Capitals. Obviously, last episode we talked about uh, the signing and then um, – everything that's happened with King, with King Henrik Lundqvist. So that, uh, that obviously is uh, a bit of a shame, but they still have one of the best up and coming goalies. Um, Ilya Samsonov should be in net for them and should play a lot better than what the whole provided last year. So yeah, big signing should be fine today as well. They signed Craig Anderson, didn't they? Yeah. To a PTO PTO. Yeah. It'd be interesting to see. Uh, I, I would assume he comes in as the backup. Long yeah, it made so. sense to me. Yeah. I think that's a decent backup to have. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. To actually definitely. put a to put a decent team in front of him, like that alone, I, I think I trust him enough. He's been dealing with Ottawa's shit for so long. Like, I think he can handle a couple games. Yeah, the thing is with Craig Anderson, like he always, any place he goes, he plays well in the first two years, and then that's when he starts to taper off. So I mean, if they can get two years out of him, they're good. It'd be just so nice to not see him be a starter. You know what I mean? Like I can, I can get behind him being a backup. Sure, I think he deserves Definitely. that role. That's the way it should be. Uh, but yeah, they had a, a first round pick, twenty second overall. They took Hendricks Lapierre, one of the most um, volatile picks in that draft. People had him top ten talent. People had him. Oh, he's going to be a third rounder. He's just got a lot of question marks and a few red flags. But if he turns out, he's going to be another dynamo for the for the Caps. Uh, but obviously, you know, it's, yeah, go ahead. It's an interesting pick for sure. Um, leading up to the draft, you're hearing about him potentially challenging some of the guys for a top 10 spot. Uh, and then, yeah, he all of a sudden he's now a third round pick and a fourth round pick or second round, but who knows? And yeah, I think where he went was probably like the perfect spot. And we'll see if he turns into something. Definitely. Uh, obviously, we just talked about a hope he went to the Canucks. They lost him, and uh, Kovalchuk signed with uh, back in Russia, and they also lost Radko Gudis to the Panthers as well. So, not uh, not the craziest guys to leave. Um, Holtby obviously will be the biggest biggest guy lost there. But if Craig Anderson can come in and, and play well, then it uh, it hurts it hurts that uh, a little bit less. I don't even know a lot about Samsonov. Is he is he a sophomore year? Yeah. So, second year player. Yeah, and he had like some of the best numbers in the KHL like two years ago. Um, yeah. Young guy. Been in, then. Yeah, he's twenty three. Yeah. Okay. Interesting, man. I honestly, he's right under my radar. In. Uh... 2017-18, he played 26 games in the KHL, 2-3-1 goals against, and a 9-2-6 save percentage. Oh, dude. Pretty solid, yeah. Man. Yeah, not bad. Interesting. Uh, but yeah, so Lapierre signed his ELC. I would not expect him to be in the NHL this year, but good things to come. Uh, they signed Trevor Van Riemsdyk and uh, Justin Schultz and Jonas Siegenthaler to the back end. Um, and... 
yeah, Connor Sheary up front. Other than that, the team is still rolling. They're still rocking. They're still the Caps. As long as Ovechkin's motoring, their motor's running. Every year, we, I, I think that he's going to just drop off, but every year he proves me wrong. So until exactly. he comes out and doesn't put up 30 goals, then I'm always going to bet on Alex Ovechkin. Yeah, and it'll yeah. be another 30-goal season, even though he's only playing 56 games. Yeah, true. <laughs> Doesn't matter. He'll still do it. Put up 50 this year or something crazy. He's never gotten less, eh? Than 30? I don't think so. I don't think he's ever done it. <laughs> no. We have some insane numbers. Even when they had, what was that, 48-game season in 12-13? Still okay, how about, let's quickly touch on this. You guys think he's going to catch up to Gretzky for goals? I, tough, man. A year ago, I would say yes. Now I'm saying no, just to all the games that we've lost. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. Holy shit! <laughs> Look at that. Okay, cool. I think Great I think answer. he definitely would. I I think he's still got a chance. Um, but what he had to do, even with full 82 game seasons, it'll be very tough with 56. And who knows about next year? And who knows we've even finished this year. He'll never get a team like that either. It's the biggest thing. He'll never yeah. get what he had. So, yeah, I see what you're saying for sure. Uh, but, yeah, last but la- last but not least, uh, the last team to break down, the Winnipeg Jets, the final Canadian team, uh, wrapping up that seven-team division. Uh, they basically were given an absolute handout in the draft. Tenth overall, Cole Perfetti landed to them. Uh, an absolute beast from Saginaw. He's going to be a player. He's uh, he's so dynamic. He's so fun to watch. Um, currently on that stacked Canadian World Juniors team. Yeah, he's he's incredible to watch. He's his hands are are, are second to none, and the fact that he fell to ten, I mean, speaks wonders to how good that draft was. Um, but also a bit of a little bit of luck there as well. Definitely, uh, Winnipeg was just laughing when they walked up to the podium to select him at 10 most yeah, virtually had them like four or five so uh yeah and, uh, he's gonna be a good player he'll fit in perfectly right behind mark shikley as uh the second center and then eventually first center yeah kevin shale they have sprinted to the virtual desk and uh <laughs> yeah. loudly screamed that pick through the microphone oh yeah i guess they did go up on stage uh, but yeah, really, the uh, the few guys that they lost, uh, Kulikov signed with the Devils, uh, Anthony Batetto signed with the Rangers, Logan Shaw went to the Sens, Cody Eakin went to the Sabres, and uh, they lost a couple minor guys to UFA. They still have one RFA outstanding, that's Jack Roslevic. Not a whole lot, but obviously their defense was so mangled beforehand, even losing a couple guys is, is just going to hurt them even more. Yeah, We're still in that recovering from Dustin Bufflin's fucking mess in the back end. I saw, yeah, I can't blame him. One year after that, a couple of rough names in there, but they'll be okay. Their top six looks awesome. Oh, yeah, their top six was never never a question mark. Uh, and then as long as Hellebuck can keep motoring, I mean, the yeah. numbers the numbers he puts up with a team in front of him is is incredible. Yeah, that's yeah, really it, isn't nuts. it? It's it's all on him. Like, if he wasn't there, it wouldn't even be a question. No, exactly. Yeah, good, good point. But, uh, yeah, they didn't really bring in too, too many guys um, from the exi- from outside. Really just 
they signed Cole Perfetti to his ELC and uh, a couple minor moves, Paul, Nate Thompson. Paul Stastny. Paul Stastny, they got in a nice trade. Um, <laughs> and uh, Lucas Bees on the back end, but uh, not not a whole lot to help that back end. They should have um, Vili Heinola, who's currently playing for Finland right now. He should hopefully help him out more. I think he, he, he made the team last year to start as like the 22nd yeah, overall pick, but hopefully he can play some, some good minutes from this, this year. But welcome yeah, to the funny. Canadian division, folks, where it doesn't fucking matter what your team looks like. You probably got a decent <laughs> shot. Yeah, you got a good year. shot. <laughs> <laughs> so it doesn't matter. Even if you're hurting somewhere, you know someone's hurting somewhere too, right next door. So can't wait. I can't wait for this Canadian division, dude. I think I think all seven of them are like all quite even. Like I, I yeah. don't know which four would make the playoffs, and I also can't pick three that won't make the playoffs. It's so unfair to put one or two teams way ahead or way behind anyone because they're all f- so fairly close. Yeah. Yeah, they're so there's all so equal. Like a couple games can swing the entire division. Yeah. Should be sweet, man. We'll be spoiled this year for a little bit. We are. <laughs> but yeah, that that uh, that wraps up all 31 teams. Uh, split into two podcasts, obviously, but um, if you made it this far, thank you very much. Uh, the boring stuff is now over. Um, <laughs> next podcast, we get to talk predictions, and then we get to talk the actual season. Um, and then, yeah, next week we'll we'll go into a bit more of the World Juniors, talk about uh, what's been going on there. That by that time, it should be pretty close to wrapping up, um, and we'll know we'll know a lot more of how everything's breaking down. So far, there's been some great games. There's been some blowout games, but everything's on the everything's uh looking good hey do you want to make those picks next week for um do you want to order them next week yeah we'll we'll do all like the what we think for maybe some awards and um standings breakdown what we think what we think is going to happen for the league we'll do that all next week and get everybody prepped for the season beauty love it yeah thanks uh thanks everybody for for stopping by uh if you made it through last podcast and this podcast really appreciate you um, once again, on Instagram, you can follow us at Hoser's Panel. Uh, we are now on Spotify as well. Should be on Apple Music, hopefully by the time this podcast comes out. And uh, yeah, anything else, uh, anything else, boys, you got to want to say to them? Thanks so much for listening. Looking forward to the season. Glad to have Tay on with us. And uh, yeah, looking forward to next week, guys. Let's go. Yeah, happy to be here, boys. Thanks again for inviting me. And uh, this was a blast just sitting chatting hockey. Love it. Best of my life, bud. beauty all right that's going to be everything from us uh we'll talk to you next week for the season predictions and uh until then have a good one thanks yeah boys peace